0: Back to yes, X or no audio. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another late night rant. Well, not so much rant, a sort of meander. Uh, it is uh, just after 10 p.m. on uh, Wednesday, January the 24th, here on the Eastern Street Board of Australia. Uh, and I've been watching the reception of the most recent article, which was about uh, U.S. military production capacity. And I'm glad to see that people are interested in that. Um, and so I've got another article on the cook, as it were. And that relates to both that article and the previous one, which is to do with the bullshittery issue by ABC News with advertising for you know globalist crap coming out of the World Economic Forum and the whole um, uh, mis-disinformation, cognitive infrastructure bullshit. So these things will come together in an upcoming article. But I just got curious about what was going on in Iraq. Because, you know, why not? <laughs> Random investigations and all that. So, there was the attack on the Al-Assad base, as it's known, uh, in Iraq. And this was raised by uh, Alastair Crook in his discussion with Judge Napolitano in the most recent discussion between them. The key thing is that uh, it wasn't just rockets (laughs) that were launched at this base. It was ballistic missiles. Uh, And so one of the key things was that some of them got through Uh, Oops. Uh, And so the point that Alastair Crook mentioned is that this base has the latest Patriot, you know, defense system from the US, and it didn't succeed in knocking down these ballistic missiles. All of them got rid of a lot of them, but a few of them got through. Uh, And what we have from reports is that one (laughs) Iraqi uh, service person was injured. Several US persons have been. Uh, treated for traumatic brain injury whatever that is and there was also the point made by crook that there were uh, physical injuries to several members of the u.s forces and he mentioned that there was various talk about the fact that there may have been fatalities for people or something anyway he was said you know unconfirmed whatever and i just thought okay well like what what the hell is all this about Right? Because obviously it's pretty obvious in one sense, it's like the people of Iraq don't want the bloody U.S. there in the first place. And they've, there's this um, statement by the Iraqi uh, prime minister recently um, saying that the U.S. needs to leave uh, Iraq for security purposes, which I characterized, you know, in the most recent article as a, um, a way of saying, look, we can't stop people attacking you. <laughs> so, you know, like, sorry, we don't have the authority there. I, I was hinting that the attacks were by the PMUs. So that's the Popular Mobilisation Units, which were the result, as I've mentioned many times, of a call by al-Sistani, the Shia grand ayatollah in um, Iraq, who's a you know, very significant Shia leader. Uh, and that's where they came from, and they were coordinated under Soleimani, um, who was assassinated with um, al-Muhandis, uh, four years ago on the 2nd of January, if I remember correctly. Anyway, and so, you know, there was the commemoration of that that got two suicide bombers turned up in uh, Kerman in Iran to kill 100 people and wound 200 others and, you know, all this shit that's going on. So I was just like, oh, what the hell went on at this, this airbase? And so so I looked up, I thought, all right, I'll start with the, the the dumb media. And the reason to start with the dumb media was there was... A an introductory clip to a recent piece by Alex Now He's been doing this for a while now. Where he, he often begins his show with a short media clip. And that doesn't often directly relate to the sorts of topics he's going to cover. He just finds them interesting. Uh, and uh, they're often published at Twitter or whatever. And, and so he comes across them and goes, oh, that's sort of weird or interesting or whatever. And so he sticks them at the front of his show for like, have a think about this guys, which I think is a sort of a cute thing to do. And so this is a statement by uh, a a person who's obviously got a journalistic background they speak with a british accent and they're speaking at the world economic forum which means that they're probably a senior member of the british media establishment like the lady who's currently running the guardian or whatever someone like this i don't know who it is doesn't matter and they they deliver this fucking absolutely stuck up your own ass attitude but it's honest so which is that you know back in the day we used to print shit in the washington post or the new york Times, and that made it fact and now people are listening to other things, and and we've got an issue of trust, and da, da 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 da, like very concerned about this, and this all rolls into the misinformation, disinformation narrative, which I'm, you know, mentioned recently about this ABC article, right? So, so I'm thinking about, I've got this on my mind, and also the U.S. production failure on my mind, and I'm looking into this thing, and so I start with the mainstream media because why not, you know? And what becomes atrociously obvious is how much lack of context there is in their reporting so what i will do is below i will put in all the links to all the articles (laughs) so you can have a look so i I come at the topic with some degree of understanding of history and you know recent events so i'm pretty well organized to actually understand what's going on but even for someone with my degree of background to the issue it's damn difficult to work out what what's the context what's going on which is you know like what so what does that say it's like obvious that, that means that the purpose of the mainstream media... And we're talking here about the BBC, the Guardian, the Washington Post, NPR, CNN. I mean, absolutely mainstream, down-the-middle people who are meant to you know, do a reasonable job. Uh, and you can't work shit out from what they're saying. It's, they're just echoing the statements by, essentially, people from the uh, West. And, and in this case, the US military. There's nothing wrong with that, but it's like, what's the other side? And and the other question is, who the hell's doing this? And they just keep saying, Iran-backed militias. And you're going, like, yeah, sure, who the fuck's that? (laughs) And it's interesting, like, someone actually does go across this, and I think it was in in a Guardian article, because what happens is, this attack goes on to this airbase, which has got an interesting history. There's a Wikipedia article which talks about this uh, uh, base. It was built by Yugoslavs back in the 1970s after the 1973 war because Hussein realised that they sort of got fucked over by Israel in that. So it's got a really interesting history. Like, the Wikipedia article was sort of cool on the historical side of it. And the people who've been there, like all these US forces, and there was Danes and... and, and uh, Australians and whatever it was like in the um, invasion of uh, Iraq in two thousand and three, it was liberated, whatever, <laughs> made available to the West by Australian Special Air Services. They were the guys that captured it, whatever. It's, so it's interesting history stuff going on there. Anyway, I'm wandering off the topic. I'll get back <laughs> to this in a moment. I've got that with Tempted at Dinner. So dinner's been dealt with. Anyway, so I'll intercut that audio from this, the Guardian editor or whoever the hell she is. So you get the idea of the arrogance that's involved in it, but also the admission of defeat. If you go back really not not that long ago, as I say, we kind of, we owned the news. We were the gatekeepers, and we very much owned the facts as well. If it said it in the Wall Street Journal, the New York Times, then that was a fact. Nowadays, people can go to all sorts of different sources for the news, and they're much more questioning about what we're saying. This is my video update on this... Sunday, January the 21st. With that in mind, let's have a look at reporting on this attack on the Al-Assad airbase. Maybe we should start with the article from Wikipedia. So the Al-Assad airbase is an Iraqi armed forces base located in Al-Anbar, governorate of Western Iraq, originally known as the Qasidiyah airbase. Blah, 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 blah. And it talks about various bits and pieces. Geography. The full name is the Iron al-Assad Airbase. So, reviewing the media, let's start with the Washington Post. And it's... And we'll see the same sort of commentary really being echoed around. I'll try and highlight the differences. So, basically, Iran-backed militias attacked an airbase housing US and Iraqi troops in Western Iraq on Saturday. US Central Command said... The latest incident targeting US forces as tensions flare over Israel's war in Gaza. And that's a link to their coverage on Gaza, right? And then we have the militants-fired rockets and ballistic missiles at Ayn al-Assad base. So they give us the proper name of the base, which is good, in Iraq's Anbar province, around X-Time locally. Uh, CENTCOM said, link to the uh, Twitter statement by CENTCOM. And then, is interesting, they follow on. Quote most in quote of the missiles were intercepted by the base's air defense systems. The statement said, adding blah 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 blah. Yeah, one service, Iraqi service member was wounded. Uh, U.S. personnel were being evaluated for traumatic brain injuries, according to CENTCOM. Which did not respond for further rocket bombardment. Blah, blah 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 blah. So then, so that's the that's the intro to the WaPo the coverage, and then let's have a quick look at CNN. The CNN says US personnel were injured in a ballistic missile attack. Interesting. So they frame straight away ballistic missile attack, right? There were rockets and ballistic missiles, but they, they focus on that, which is good because that's the new thing, right? Not just rockets, now ballistic missiles. On uh, Al Assad Airbase in Iraq, two US officials said, they don't say who. Uh, the Iraq was one of the largest-scale ballistic missile attacks. So here we go. Their framing is really about the fact that it was ballistic missiles, which is sort of cool. Uh, And then they mentioned that uh, there's a statement by Deputy Press Secretary Sabrina Singh, told reporters on Monday, two US service members were diagnosed with traumatic brain injuries. So there's a little more detail in terms of the injury thing, but that's the real focus. It's like... You know, they're attacking us with ballistic missiles, and he's, you know, we got wounded. So there's no mention there of the Iraqi injury. Interesting. They also link to the Twitter announcement by CENTCOM. Right? The use of more powerful ballistic missiles, far rarer than rockets or one-way attack drones, comes at a time of growing tension in the region as there are Hamas. How was it? 100 days, blah, 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 blah. Right? So it's just, that's how they've sort of framed it. There's nothing wrong with that. And that's, but what, what we're missing here is who did it? Like, like, what are they called? Who's behind them? Or, even more importantly, what's the context? What has just happened? That's, you know, why is this... Did this attack occur? Like, this is nowhere. It's like out of the blue. I don't know. We were just sitting there in our little base in Iraq, and people started firing rockets at us. How, how the fuck did that happen? We don't know. This is where I'm coming at. This is the thing, right? There's the arrogance of this, this woman. and so There's a reason why people don't listen to these fuckers, because... They're not telling you anything. They're not giving you any context to put the event into some framework. It's just like, it's some random thing out of the blue as part of the Hamas-Israel-Gaza war thing, right? I.e. the genocide. Anyway, we'll get to that a little bit more. So let's move along to the BBC. And uh, So they go, A number of US military personnel has been injured in a missile attack on the airbase in western Iraq. CENTCOM said iran bashed militia targeted the Al-Assad airbase, which uh, hosts American troops with ballistic missiles and rockets. Blah, blah, blah. And they then actually do a little bit of work. Um, An unspecified number of US personnel were undergoing evaluation for traumatic brain injuries. At least one Iraqi serviceman was wounded in the attack. So at least they've covered both parts of the injuries. And then they do this. The strike against the base was claimed by a group calling itself the Islamic Resistance in Iraq. According to the US-based Washington Institute for Near East Policy, and this is a link, the group emerged in late 2023 and is comprised of several Iran-affiliated armed groups in Iraq. So what they've actually done there is told us who the hell did the attack? This well-done BBC. I mean, it's not an awful lot, you know, linking to a Washington Institute for Near East Policy because, again, that's coming from one side of the picture. Like, who's... What's the (laughs) other... Who the hell are these people? But hats off to them for doing this, right? And then it said, it has claimed other attacks against US forces in recent weeks and Al-Assad base has been attacked repeatedly in recent years. Ah, there's a hint. Like, why? Okay, well, that's sort of obvious. Once you know that, you go, oh, they're pissed off. Okay, fair enough. The US military said blah, 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 blah. Um, this is to do with the partial interception of the attacks and so forth. All right, okay, fair enough. Thank you, BBC. A little bit of context, right? And now let's get to the Reuters article because all of this shit's based upon the Reuters initial report, of course, right? It comes out first and so they're all using it. And so it says, U.S. personnel suffered minor injuries and a number of Iraq's security forces was wounded, were, come on, Get your verb conjugations correct, uh, in an attack on Iraq's Ain al-Assad airbase on Saturday, a US official said on Saturday, speaking on condition of anonymity. Cool. The US Military Central Command said in a statement that the base was hit by multiple ballistic missiles and rockets fired by Iranian-backed militants from inside Iraq. And that's a very important qualifier. So, well done, Reuters, for that qualifier. The other thing here is that they don't link to the Twitter announcement. So, that's been dug up by the people at CNN and and WAPO, right? So, they've actually gone, oh, fuck, there's some statement somewhere to see if we can find it. And they did, which is good. So, you know, it's like... You can sort of see what's going on. let's just scroll down a bit and see what they go on to talk about. That's just the intro. And then they go, The U.S.'s military's assessment was more severe than initial reports from security sources in Iraq, who, along with an Iraqi government source, had only reported rocket fire against the base. I.e., we knew about the rocket fire, but we found out now about the ballistic missiles. Uh, Offering a sense of the scale of the attack, Central Command said most of the missiles were intercepted, though others hit the base. Right, so let's just put that the other way around, shall we, Reuters? The al-Assad... Patriot air defence system was ineffective at repelling the incoming rockets and ballistic missiles, <laughs> right? Depends how you want to frame things, right? Damage assessments are ongoing, Central Command said, adding, da, 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 da. you know, right. Uh, anyway, so the, there's their basis, right? And then to put things into a little bit of context, let's have a look at what Al Jazeera had to say, because this is where you get the hint about the lack of context, right? So this is, I'll just read the first part of the Al Jazeera article. Iran-backed armed groups, not militias, armed groups have targeted US troops in Iraq hours after Tehran vowed revenge and blamed Israel for a deadly attack on a building housing its elite forces in the Syrian capital Damascus, driving fears of a wide regional conflict. Oh, fuck me. There's the context. From, Iran, from Iran's perspective, right, there's the uh, Israeli attack on the IRGC forces in Damascus, Right? Quite the drone attack that we've learned all know about now, right? The attack, speaking of the one against the Al-Assad airbase, caused one Iraqi and possibly American casualties, the US Central Command said on Saturday and came hours after Tehran vowed to take revenge against Israel for its strike, targeting the Iran Revolutionary Guards Corps in Syria. Just scroll down a bit and continue. Quote, multiple ballistic missiles and rockets were launched by Iranian-backed militants in western Iraq, targeting Al-Assad airbase, end quote. CENTCOM said on X, and they don't just link to it, they actually include the image, right? So they actually do the full sourcing, Most, of which tells you where everyone else probably found this, right? They just had a quick look at Al Jazeera to find out what the hell's going on, huh? Right? <laughs> Are we spotting this shit? Um, most of the projectiles were intercepted... I'm reading the Al Jazeera article again. Most of the projectiles were intercepted by the base's air defence systems, but, quote, others impacted on the base, end quote, the statement said. And... It's always good to look like it's always further down where the greater information starts. So we'll start here with what Al Jazeera have to say and then we'll skip back and just see if there's anything more interesting in, in the others. And I'll go through them in order again, right? So, uh, attacks on Iraq... Oops, sorry. Attacks on US forces in Iraq and Syria have increased since the October 7th military, Israeli military weapons, which means militarily backed by Washington. Since launching a defensive guard of Israel has attacked and blah, 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 blah. Ye- uh, Yemen's Houthis, who form part of the Tehran, backed into the Axis of Resistance, have launched attacks towards Israel and targeted Israel shipping, blah, 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 blah. So, you know, they're putting a greater frame in there. And then here we get to their real stuff. Jordan's foreign minister, Ayman Safadi, has warned of the dangers of escalation in Israel's war on Gaza. So they're actually, and here's a quote from uh, the Jordan uh, foreign minister, if Israel continues to ramp up its attacks on other fronts, and if it drags the West in, we'll be looking at a very, very serious escalation of the conflict, he told Al Jazeera. And then under the title, Missiles Elsewhere Risk Wider War, These stepped-up Israeli and U.S. attacks targeted Iran-linked groups have the potential to trigger a regional conflict, pitting Iran and its allies against Israel and U.S. An Israeli drone strike in southern Lebanon reportedly killed a member of Hezbollah who was travelling in a car, according to two security sources. Another unidentified person travelling in the car was also killed. Meanwhile, the U.S. said it had targeted a missile that the Houthis were aiming into the Red Sea. The U.S. military has in the last week launched a number of strikes at the Houthis. According to Hassan Amarian, a professor of the University of Tehran, Israel is widening the conflict due to its inability to achieve its military goals in Gaza. So, which is lovely, right? So they're giving context from a, a wider array. So here we're getting um, an Iranian uh, academic, and he says, quote, Israelis have upped the ante of what they were doing beforehand, Ahmadine told Al Jazeera, adding that Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu has been vocal about calls for an escalation. Israel is also ramping up its attacks to stave off attacks by Iran and allies in the region. However, many of these groups are part of the, quote, axis of resistance, end quote, and are doing so in their own national interests, he said. That's not a direct quote, that second uh, statement, uh, however, this is obviously the discussion they had with um, said professor. So there you go. So, you know, there's a bit of context um, from Al Jazeera. So let's look further down in the articles that the others had to say. So back to the Washington Post. Scrolling down a bit, we get uh, about 2,500 U.S. troops are deployed in Iraq to help combat remnants of the Islamic State and roughly 900 are operating in Syria where they advise and assist the Kurdish-led Syrian Democratic Forces. OK, well, that's sort of useful context, right? So we know there's about 3,400. U.S. military personnel, not 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 the uh, you know CIA troops and whatever, just just the regular dudes. You know in Iraq and Syria. The incident Saturday comes amid quote uh, link an increase in attacks on U.S. forces in Iraq and Syria, and that of course will be linked to their shit. Yes, it is another of their own articles. And the war has devastated much of Gaza, kill, killing more than 25,000 people, according to Gaza Health Ministry. And then it goes on to talk about what Israel has been doing, and then the war has fueled fears of wider blah blah blah. And then earlier on Saturday it expl in Damascus, the Syrian capital. But finally, right? they we're down at paragraph fucking seven or whatever. When they finally talk about the context, right? So it's it's further down that you that you receive. There is context there. So this is Wapo, right? Uh, and then further, further, and further down, you, you get into the other. Psh, here we go. The, Iraq's, uh, the attacks in Iraq could also destabilize the government. Prime Minister Mohammad Shia al-Sudani, whose appointment in October two thousand and twenty-two coincided with a pause in attacks on Iraqi bases hosting U.S. troops, Iranian-backed militias had stepped up their strikes under the Trump administration as tensions between Iran and the United States soared. After U.S. forces conducted what the Pentagon described as a self-defense strike in Baghdad on January the fourth, targeting a leader of an Iranian-backed militia. Sudani's office said it would take steps to evict U.S. troops. Reuters reported, link, and that's a link to the Reuters article. However, a few days after the strike, the Pentagon's press secretary, Major General Pat Ryder told reporters he was, quote, not aware of any plans, end quote, to withdraw American troops or, quote, of any notifications by the Iraqi government or to the Department of Defence, end quote. Quote, we're at the invitation of the government of Iraq, end quote, Ryder told reporters at a briefing several days later. So they do finally get to actually the thing that actually matters here. Obviously, Tehran's pissed off about the fact that uh, Israel sent a drone and killed four of its IRGC people, one of whom was a senior um, intelligence officer, which was in Israeli uh, response to Tehran's attack on the Mossad intelligence HQ in Erbil. This is all tit for tat shit, right? But the other one that they're pointing to here is that there was a US attack on On an Iraqi commander on January the 4th. After US forces conducted what the... There's a link to their own article, I presume. No, it's to defense.gov News stories, blah, blah, blah. Self-defence strike in Iraq kills terrorist leader. Right. In Baghdad on January 4th. Targeting a leader of, quote, an Iran... Well, I'm quoting them. An Iranian-backed militia. Right. So this is... The US has attacked a leader of probably this group... Right? Uh, we, we found out uh, they're called, we haven't yet, yeah, they're called uh, yeah, some Islamic jihad, blah, 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 right? But what's happening is a tit for hat, all of this is tit for tat, is what's going on. All of it. And if you only look at the initial introduction by the WAPO and, and CNN articles, you've got no idea what's going on. But it is there further down. You just have to dig. So back to um, CNN, let's see what they do further down, right? U.S. and coalition forces have faced increased threats, blah, blah, blah. The Islamic resistance in Iraq, an Iranian-backed militia group, claimed responsibility for Sunday's attack. The... OK, well, thank you very much, CNN. You've told us who, who it was. Which was the BBC, if I remember. Yes, uh, uh, they said, at the top, Islamic resistance in Iraq. And what does CNN say? They say, the Islamic resistance in Iraq. They agree. So the same unit. So there you go. They finally get to that. Uh, and then they talk about, in November, in November militants... In Iraq, fired close-range ballistic missiles. Right, so there were other ballistic missiles attacks. That was back in November. Close-range attacks with ballistic missiles. That's pretty ballsy. (laughs) Anyway. (laughs) And then they're saying, oh, we're there to defeat ISIS and blah, 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 blah. And then here comes the statement from uh, Iraqi Prime Minister Mohammed Shia al sudani We believe that reorganising the relationship through ending its presence will prevent more tensions and entanglement in internal and regional security issues. Right. So this is the warning that I've mentioned in my stuff about um, uh, al-Sistani telling uh, the US to get the fuck out of Iraq, because otherwise shit's going to go down. We can't stop these people from attacking you. You know, get your asses out of here, because you're... You're going to get shot at with missiles. <laughs> so, it, it's, they, all of them finally get there. It's just the the framing is so much about, oh, look, you know, people, you know, the US forces were attacked by God knows why or how or whatever, and, and, and people were injured, and oh my gosh. <laughs> like, if you dig down there, it do all is, right? There's all tip to tat shit going on. But it's not clearly expressed up front, which would be so much more useful, right? You know, in the ongoing, you know, regional escalating regional conflict, Iraqi militants who are uh, supported by Iran have uh, issued a revenge strike against U.S. forces in Iraq because the U.S. assassinated one of their commanders a couple of weeks ago. You know, it's like, wouldn't that be nice? Blah, blah, blah. Anyway. So there we go. That's the summary on this sort of stuff. It's just like... Yeah, you You've got to do so much damn work to actually gain any context about what's going on. And that is why nobody reads these dickheads anymore. Because they don't provide the context. It's deliberately obscured. All the useful stuff is at the bottom. <laughs> and people get bored shitless with all the details that have no context and make no sense at the top of the article so they don't read anything. It's just like, what the fuck are they doing? You know, you see what I mean? It's there's no service in this. I mean, I thought they meant to have you know be informing the populace. Yeah, we're telling you that you're you know, it's terrible. You know, they're they're attacking us out of nowhere. It's like no, you twats. So you can see it. It's part of the Mickey Mouse thing. As um, I love that that term by McGovern, right? So this is the middle M that he emphasises all the time: media, no, military, <laughs> industrial, congressional, intelligence, media. Academic think tank complex. That's what he termed it, and I like to throw in corporate in there too, because that's what the whole U.S. empire is about. It's about U.S. corporations. So, but the M, the middle M, media. He really emphasizes this all the time, because they are what sustains the whole damn thing. And you can see what's going on just in this very simple analysis, right, of a few art of a few articles on one event, one single event. To, you know, it's comp- You've really got to dig to get the context. They're not trying to help anyone understand anything. So. Uh, you know and then they're scratching their heads and saying why does nobody listen to us anymore well it's fucking obvious you idiots and the fact that they're doing this in the in the WF forum where the, you know they're launching in their um, as you'll see in this upcoming article one of their big things on the big threat assessment blah 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 i.e. what we think is trouble and we need to address this problem so that you know we, we restore you know maintain our control over the narrative and the big threat is misinformation and disinformation blah 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 which it's like, you the buzzers it's that's not the problem, right? The problem is you guys, who just fail to do any useful service for the people you're meant to be providing information to. That's why they've all left in droves. Nobody's reading your shit no more, because it's fucking horrible. <laughs> no context at all. It's just so slanted and stupid. Anyway, enough, enough rat, yeah, late night rat. so there you go. Uh, yeah, so sorry for you know boring your senses there for for a while, but I hope you can understand that it makes sense that that they're sort of scratching their heads and going, oh, no, no, nobody listens anymore. Yeah, well, of course, you twats. It's because you're not doing a good job. Simple. Until next time. Mm-hmm.